and welcome to Anatomy. So this is our first class. Tagan salamat for being here. Let's talk about the human body and ethic orientation na rin natin. So ito yung pinaka-super-duper overview natin for our subject. And of course, ayaw yung kumalaw. So sagit lang. There you go. So anatomy and physiology. Anatomy means structure and physiology means that are P, 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 physiology, P, function. Do not forget that. So, ano bang ibig sabihin nito? Well, ang ganda ng subjects na ito pag pinag-combine mo. Kasi, doon mo may realize ang complementarity of structure and function. It looks like, actually no, kung sa ibang bagay man, it looks like architecture and engineering combined. So, tingnan natin itong kamay. Sa tingin nyo, ano ang pinaka-importante dito na part ng fingers niyo no? or ng hand niyo? Anong pinaka-importanting finger? Na kapag naputol ito, ito ang pinakamalaki, pinakamalaking insurance na matatanggap niyo. God forbid naman, di ba? Pero alin kaya dito? Now, you have five guesses, but papangunahan ko na kayo, it's your thumb. Bakit? Because of your thumb, nagkakaroon ng locking mechanism. Because of your thumb, you're able to grasp the object better. Now, Look at the mouth. The mouth is an opening, so you can put in whatever you want there. But if you look at it from, an, like, especially if you're a toddler, no, you just put whatever you want there. That's why may mga coins or mga marbles or anything. No? So always be careful when you have a toddler. So you have here food, and uh, at some point, yung mga ibang tao, iba sa atin, no, pag natutulog, you also have air coming in there. Okay? And uh, that serves as the opening. So we're going to talk more about that later. So ano pang gusto ko malaman ninyo about anatomy? Now, anatomy, actually napakadaming fields niya. No? So you have uh, microscopic anatomy, yan yung tinatawag natin histology, the study of the cell. So yan yung mga nasa microscope, which you will be able to see also later. You also have gross anatomy, which is what? Ito yung nakikita natin. So yung mga malalaking bagay, na hindi kailangan ng microscope makita. Just like the muscles or when you see your hand. Yan ang gross anatomy. So dito gamit yung mga cadaver in reality. And then you also have a surface anatomy. Surface anatomy is essentially ikaw nagiging x-ray ka. No? Ganun na lang. Makikita mo yung anatomy. Like for example, you can actually put your hand on your nape. So sa may neck area mo sa likod, that's your nape. And then, if you run your hand pababa, you're going to see a pointed structure there na parang may nakausli na buto, no? So, that is actually C7. Again, that is C7. That is your cervical vertebra number 7. So, ano pa? We also have the levels of structural organization. So, sabihin na lang natin ganito, no? To start, think about, sabihin natin the universe. Then you have the soul. Actually, napakadaming sector, no? Then you have the solar system, and then you have ba, Milky Way pa pala muna, and then Milky Way Galaxy, and then you have solar system, and then you have whichever sector natin, then you have Earth, and then you have, and then maybe you have land, then you have maybe the geographical, geographical names, which is yung continents natin, then you have Asia, ba? you have Southeast Asia, then you have the Philippines, then you have, of course, no, yung Mindanao, then anong region tayo ni Mindanao, region 11. And then maybe you have your district, and then you have your village or your barangay, then you have your porok, and then you have your street, yun na yun. Okay, but natin pinag-usapan yun. So same with the human body. We also have levels of structural organization. 
So we start always with the atoms. Sa atoms, pag nag-combine-combine sila, nagiging molecule. Kapag recognizable na sila ng mga elements, di ba? And then, we have different types of molecules which will combine into tiny-tiny organs. We call them organelles. So they are the organs of the cell. Okay? Ganun na lang, no? Para simple siya. We have the organelle, which is the organs of the cell. When you put them together, they become a cell. So in this case, it's a smooth muscle cell. Malalaman nyo, no? In difference ng smooth. Tapos mga skeletal muscle. Kasi tatlo lang kasi yung muscles, guys. We have the smooth, the skeletal, and the cardiac. So, but in just for arguments purposes, when you combine an, when you combine organelles na iba't iba, they will become a cell. And when they when you combine cells of the same type, they will become a tissue. So, yan lang. Kita niyo tissue na pakaraming cells niya. Basta pare-pareho. And then when you combine the same tissue, they will now become an organ. So maybe, no, here's a correction na as early as now. Maybe pag nakita nyo, pag naisip nyo, um, what is an organ of the body? Isipin nyo, heart, brain, ano pa, no? Maybe kidney, liver, and all that, pancreas. Not a very popular siguro na answer would be uh, the gallbladder or maybe the colon and all that, no? But just remember that even the blood vessel is an organ. Even the aorta is an organ. Bakit? Kasi... It fits the definition of an organ, which is the combination, or, or sabi natin, no? it's the macro, kasi micro malit, diba? It's the macro structure, kumbaga, na puro-puro tissue. Okay? Kasi kinombine mo yung tissue, then you have the organ. After that, kapag pare-pareho naman yung function niya, they become an organ system. Ito na yung mga systems of the body, like cardiovascular, neuro, which is my favorite. Nephro or the renal, which is anong nangyari sa akin no, na na-practice ko. Then you have the pulmo, which is yung respi, and all that. When you combine them all together, you will finally have the organism level or the organismal level. So that's going to be us na. The point here is that lahat tayo nagsimula sa atoms. Okay? Until eventually they work together and move their way up until we become organisms. Now, there are 11 organ systems that we have. Some will say na may iba, no? Kasi, kasi meron pa daw mga maliliit. Pero sige na lang. Uh, tingnan na lang natin. For now, you have the integumentary, the skeletal, the muscular, the nervous, the endocrine, cardiovascular, lymphatic, respiratory, digestive, urinary, and reproductive. No, minsan, nakakombine na ang urinary and reproductive. Pero to be fair, na hindi naman all the time, no? Hindi naman all the time. Magkakahiwalay pa rin sila. Although they are very related kasi magkatabi lang sila. So, integumentary system means derma. No? I'm sure you know what derma means. Dermatology. So, derma is all about the skin and the hair and the nails. So, learning point here. When we say the integumentary system, it also means hindi lang hair, uh, hindi lang skin, but also the hair and nails. Sako pa rin yan ng dermatology. If you plan to be a dermatologic nurse. Then you also have the skeletal system. Usually, kinakombine siya sa muscular system kasi magkapatid nga lang naman sila. No? Ang hirap nilang ihiwalay. Pero anatomically, it's also possible naman. So, skeletal is all the bones. So, makikita nyo, different types of bones. Mga iba't ibang itsura, no? And then, you also have the skeletal muscles. Do you remember ano pinag-usapan natin kanina? Na... 
How many types of muscles are there? There are three. We have the smooth, we have the skeletal, and we have the cardiac. Anong pinagkaiba ng tatlo? Napaka-simple lang. No? Cardiac, nasaan kaya? Nasa cardio, hindi nasa heart, di ba? Skeletal, ibig sabihin, ito yung naka-attach sa bones kasi nga, skeleton. Eh, paano naman yung smooth? Eh, lahat ng muscles na hindi naka-attach sa bone at hindi up, hindi siya part ng heart, na di smooth muscle yon. So, yung mga sumasakit yung tiyan nyo, tapos, tapos may nagsaspasam, tumitigas-tigas, nagko-contract, yes, yan ang mga smooth muscles natin. Okay? But we're not talking about yung abs, ha? Iba yon ha? Iba yun. Uh, skeletal yon Yung talagang muscles sa loob, which allow the colon, allow the different um, parts of your digestive system to contract para ma-propel. Ibig sabihin, para ma-push forward yung dapat, which is yung food, eventually magiging feces. Yun ang smooth muscle. So, napaka-overview lang. Okay, ano pa? So, we have the nervous system, which is, I think, the most mysterious part of the human body. Because remember, look at this right now. Look at the brain. So, what's happening now? You may think that you are a person looking at a picture of a brain. Diba? Pero in reality, it is your brain recognizing it's a brain. So it's the only organ capable of identifying and looking at itself. The brain, whenever you look at the brain, or an example, no? or a sample of a brain, it's actually your brain recognizing itself. Yan ang katindi yung brain. And that is why, kahit papano, um, a lot of people believe that the most difficult specialty in medicine all in all, is still neurosurgery, okay? Or even neurology for the non-surgical practices. So you also have the endocrine system. If I could use a different example for the endocrine system, it would be, it's like the oil, no? Diba? We can say that the body is a well-oiled machine. Yung endocrine, ito naman yung mga mechanism na regulators niya. It regulates that well-oiled machine. A lot of people will also say, well, the oil would have to be the blood. Well, fine. But what would regulate that? That would be the endocrine. So yung endocrine system, ito yung mga fail-safe na lang natin sa mga computers natin, ito ang nagpapatakpo, yung mga mechanisms niya. But of course, kontrolado pa rin ni brain. And then you have the cardiovascular system, which I think is still the most popular, para pinaka-favorite. No? Kasi some of you might say, oh, I want to, I want to be good. I want to... May iba nga siguro sa inyo na gusto ko maging cardiologist. Mga ganun, no? Or I want to go into cardiovascular nursing. Maganda ang cardiovascular. No? Ito yung mga tipong nasa OR kayo, tapos papasok kayo ng pacemaker, tapos ito yung mga nagka-catheter kayo, diba? sa, sa catheter lab, tapos binubuksan yung mga blocked vessels using uh, radiology images, radiologic techniques. Yan. Yan ang mga ano, no? masaya. Tapos after a few hours, okay na yung pasyente. Alis na siya. No? Mga outpatient procedures kung kaya na. No? Ang galing. So I'm sure na familiar kayo sa cardiovascular system. Just take note, dalawa siya. You have cardio, which is the heart, and vascular, which is the blood vessel system. Kaya cardiovascular kasi pinag-isa na siya. Next, you also have the lymphatic system. Baguhin natin. Ito pinaka-issue ngayon. Ito ang immune system. Although marami naman yung ano, Maraming parts naman siya, which we will discuss um, at a later date. But the lymphatic system is essentially your immune system. Okay, pansin mo, no? Red bone marrow kasama dito kahit nasa loob siya ng buto. Thymus, thymus, 
is something that is important. Is dito nang gagaling in general. Yung pag sinabi mong B-cell and T-cell, although no, pag masyadong malalim, no, kung talagang pag-aralan mo, uh, related din naman siya sa B-cell, but that's why T-cell kasi thymus. Okay? Dito siya mostly associated. Okay. So mga lymph nodes, mga lymphatic vessels, ayan, hindi lang po tayo puro uh, blood. No? May lymphatic fluid din tayo. So again, sa mga siguro hindi nakaka-realize, no? ito yung sabi ng mga aking favorite silingans dati. No? Nung naglalaro pa ako sa putik at maulan, maputik at napako ako, no? na ano, no? tapakan ko yung pako sa pako. No? Sabi, tapos nakita namin, hala may puti, no? ay white blood, yan ang sinasabi nila. No? Yun actually ang lymphatic fluid. This is important kasi nandun yung uh, immune system components natin. So next you have the respiratory system. Another what I would say is the is a popular, somewhat popular na na organ system. Lalo na yan dati, no? Pag nagpapaluan kami ng mga kapitbahay ko dati, nagpapaluan kami sa likod, no? Sinasabi nung isang again, one of our my favorite titas na silingan. Ayaw, ayaw, kay mataktak ang baga. Wow, no? <laughs> mataktak daw ang baga. Well, I understand where she's coming from. So, yun. That is the respiratory system. So, remember that. Bagyong lungs, tapos yung airway, respiratory system yan. Yung mga kapatid natin sa mga, ano, sa ibang course na na respiratory therapy ang kinuha, eto naman yung specialty nila. Hindi lang actually respi, no? But cardiopulmonary ang kanilang specialty. So, kung mga physical therapists, they look at the entire body, no? Through the frame, no? Pinaagi. So yung lens nila that they use to examine the body is the musculoskeletal and yung kapatid na rin nun is the neuro, yun yung specialty na nila. Yung mga RT naman is akala natin respiratory lang but in reality pala is the cardiopulmonary ang kanilang lens to look at the body. So yun naman yun sila. Of course, in nursing lahat yan, tinitingnan nyo. Okay? Kasi ano, generalistic. Okay? Tapos you have the digestive system which is alam ng lahat in general no pero hindi siya usually nagiging favorite unless you want to go into gastroenterology or gastrointestinal nursing which is under medical surgical nursing then eto yung para sa lalo na if you plan to be an operating room nurse eto talaga no and uh, let me tell you straight it is essentially the tae system it's all the organs that deal with uh, excreting products which are not supposed to be in the body anymore so yan na yun. We're also going to talk about that. Now, please remember that the oral cavity here is shared. Okay? It is shared by the respiratory system. Bakit? Hindi naman natin nakikita. No? Remember, when you snore, dumadaan din ang, ang air dito. So ito yung bunganga, di ba? Dumadaan din dyan, pababa. Next, you have the urinary system. Ito na yung tipong, doko, sakit, sakit umihi. Anong klase? Importante yun. Para bang sharp yung pain or burning? Pag sharp yung pain ng ihi mo, most likely, uh, napasobra ka ng patis, napasobra ka ng toyo, or napasobra ka sa asin in general. Kasi alam niyo yung patis, yung toyo, though usually sa patis ko siya mas nakikita, no? Di ba yung lalagyan nyo ng patis? Pag, pag iniwan nyo for a time, makikita mo sa bunganga ng container ninyo, may mga, mga salt crystals doon. Pwede rin yan mangyari sa katawan mo. Kaya pag damihan mo yung tubig, lumalabas siya pag maliit pa. And then natutusok-tusok yung, yung urinary system organs mo. 
Kaya masakit umihi. Pero kapag burning sensation yung ihi mo, kapatid, pacheck ka, baka may UTI ka. Ha? Okay. Oh, by the way, sabihin ko na ha, somewhat, no? Sa mga diagnosis natin sa medical level, ang diagnosis natin sa babae is usually acute, uncomplicated, meaning hindi komplikado na UTI. Okay? Ibig sabihin, it's somewhat expected na normal si isang babae magka-UTI. For a lot of reasons, which I'm going to share with you later on. But kapag ang lalaki nagka-UTI, automatic yun na acute, complicated UTI. Why? My goodness, ang haba-haba ng penis for one. No? Ang haba-haba niya compared sa babae na wala namang penis. Diba? Ibig sabihin, ang layo ng dinayo. No? Ang layo ng dinayo ng bacteria ang nagka-UTI ka pa. So that's automatically complicated urinary tract infection. Of course, magagamot natin yan, God willing, no? Uh, kung ma-check up ng maayos. Okay. Now, let's go to the male reproductive system. So, ang ang uso, I would say, ang uso, or napaka-alam na alam ng mga layman is pag male reproductive system, it's actually limited mostly to the external genitalia. But take note, ha? take note. Meron din pong internal na portions ang male reproductive system. Kasama doon yung mga yung prostate gland and all that na yung scrotum actually the testis sa loob ng scrotum okay tsaka yung mga vas deferens then you also have the female reproductive system lo and behold ang boobs po ang mammary glands or the breasts are part of the reproductive system hindi lang siya pang ano hindi lang siya pang uh, pang gatas pang baby but it's also part of the reproductive system take note of that okay So, kasama din dito yung uterus, the vagina. Yes, magkaiba po ang uterus, magkaiba po ang vagina. At iba-iba din po ang uterine tube and ang ovaries. Okay? We're gonna learn more about that as we go along. Now, pag-usapan natin how do you maintain life. Okay? How do you maintain life? So, organ systems have to work together. Ganun lang. They have to be related to each other when they function. And they have to work hand in hand to produce a very nice effect which is to keep you alive. So let's start with the digestive system. Natin. It takes the nutrients, breaks them down, and eliminates unabsorbed matter known as feces. Or sa iba pa, no? like when you go to community health nursing, this will be known as excreta, human excreta. Tana. Ito naman yung human excreta. Ito naman yung minimeasure ng mga kapatid nating medtech. No, mga medical technologists or mga, if I'm not mistaken, medical laboratory scientists na ba? Yung bagong course nila na name. Okay? Yun naman ang measure nila sa tubig, sa mga dagat, no? At mga rivers natin, kung safe ba na inumin yung feces, no? <laughs> Which is hindi, no? Okay. But in reality, let me tell you this. Lahat ng waters ever since na merong ano, no? Na human population started to explode and uh, started to live which is usually naman palagi sa sa rivers as you go back in history laging kung may kung may river there are great rivers laging nandiyan may tao okay kasi malapit sa farming kung if they wanted to do irrigation they can do that no? so katabi din dito if you go to epidemiology and you go to to infectious diseases no which i'm sure you will learn also in due time kapag may human settlement nandoon din palagi yung tae Nagtatae talaga yung mga tao either directly on the river or in the river or malapit sa river. That is why we have a lot of guidelines sa batas no 
na hindi dapat tayo gumagawa ng mga toilet uh, facilities near the river. Kailangan medyo malayo siya. So, I'm gonna share with you on that sa inyo for next sequels. So, again, no, let me go back to the point. Um, lahat ng rivers natin, okay, lahat yan may tae. So, it's just a matter of yung levels ba niya is safe to drink or safer na lang no, than, ano, than not drinking water at all. So, that's why kailangan mong linisin yung tubig, boil mo, and all that. But, I assure you, basta may mga tubig, may mga ano, there are bodies of water and then you see houses malapit or directly on top of the water, I assure you, merong dumi ng tao dyan. So anyway, so nandun yan. Tapos, uh, of course, na-absorb yung mga sugar. Sa malalaman niya yan, sa biochemistry. So kunwari na yung sugar pupunta siya dito, tapos ibe-breakdown siya, tapos paglusot niya, i-combine ulit, no, nakakatuwa. Dito na siya sa dugo para ma-distribute naman yung oxygen, no, and the different nutrients through out the body using blood. Tapos yung blood na yon will be also facilitating the gas exchange as it travels throughout the tissues and then going to the alveolar sac na nasa lungs naman. Kung saan tayo humihinga, Papasok, palabas. In a term, we know as inspiration, pagpapasok, and expiration, pagpalabas. So instead of inhale, exhale, we also say uh, inspiration, expiration. Tapos naman, kapag sumobra na, marami-rami ka nang nainom, nakain, no? although more of mainom ito, uh, pansinin nyo, the more you drink, the more din ang ihi nyo. Kasi ginagamit ito ng kidneys na to remove these... Uh, toxic products no or waste products through the urine kapag naman uh, hindi siya sa tubig no nasa nasa colon siya astay so again ano pang important function ng kidneys kung konti yung tubig na inainom mo it will concentrate the urine and kapag naman madami ang tubig na inom mo it will dilute okay ibig sabihin kayang-kaya niya magtapon ng maraming tubig pues itatapon niya kasi you are well Hydrated. Don't forget the integumentary system. Ang integumentary system or the skin system or the derma system covers everything. So it, it covers and serves as protection as well. Now, um, isa-isay natin ito, necessary life functions, uh, maintaining boundaries, movement, responsiveness, digestion, metabolism, excretion, reproduction, and even growth. So how does the body uh, maintain boundaries? So look at the skin. No? It separates the internal from the external environment. So imagine going to the mall, any mall you want, and then uh, may ibebenta sa'yo sabihin natin jacket. Ma'am, sir. No? Laging ma'am, sir. Hindi pa rin sir, ma'am. Ma'am, sir. Bili na po kayo ng jacket. Maganda to, sabihin mo. O bakit naman? Anong nakaganda dyan? No? I mean, not being philosopher, but really, what makes it good? Kasi po pag napunit to, or kapag nanggasgas, self-repairing siya tinatahi na sarili niya. Ay, wow. ba? Matindi. Ganon yung balat natin. Pag nasugat, pag nadamid siya, it generally tries to repair itself. Unless the wound is too big, hindi na kaya, kailangan na natin tahiin yan. So, what else? Just like the jacket, it will protect you from the outside elements na harmful. Okay? Either if it's too cold or too hot, no? although direct sunlight na tinutukoy natin. 
It will also enclose contents and essential substances. Because imagine walking around without your skin. You would be leaking out everything. It's also protective in nature. So heat and dehydration, salamic, toxins. Bakit? Paano naman nangyari yun pag toxins? Diba pag nasa loob yun nakatawan, dapat toxins? Hindi. Imagine mo, pag natapunan ka ng mga materyales na hindi dapat, it protects you. Kumbaga, ang skin mo ang nasasaktan para sa'yo. And then of course, you have pathogens because kung wala ang skin mo or kung may break in the skin, which we will call as a wound, kung may sugat, papasok si kagaw. Papasok si virus, si bacteria, si fungi, everything. So it protects you against pathogens. So, here's another word for you. Patho. Patho means a problem. Something that is wrong. Kasi kung physio means normal, patho is abnormal. So physiology is the study of what is normal and at the function of the human body. Pathology is the study of what goes wrong. So ano pa? Movement is necessary in all levels of organization. So for example, pag gumagalaw ka, it's a sign of life. Tama? Uy, gumagalaw. Buhay pa yan. O, ano pa? Pansin mo, kapag gumagalaw ka, mas mabalis ka na tatae. Mas mabilis yung uh, digestion mo. Bakit? Kasi yung paggagalaw-galaw mo is also aiding what we call peristalsis. What is peristalsis? Peristalsis is the propulsion or ang pag-move ng katawan mo ng food sa loob niya until may labas niya. Okay? So, nakakatulong ito. And ano pa? If you cannot move, how can you feed yourself? So, because you're able to move, you're able to manipulate external environments. Ibig sabihin, you're able to move away from danger. You're able to feed yourself, to feed your baby, to feed, uh, to look for food even, and of course, to avoid danger. Like kahit yung mga elements, no? seek shelter, drink water, and all that. So kasama yung movement, napaka-importante. You also have responsiveness. Now, sino sa inyo ang naka-experience na, na nakakita ng sunog, no? At sinabing, or ng apoy na lang, hindi naman kailangan sunog. Ng apoy at sinabing, wow, mahawakan nga. Tapos ayun, na-realize mo, hindi pala siya dapat hinahawakan. So, anong nangyari sa'yo? Nagkaroon ka ng reflex action, which is hinila mo unconsciously yung kamay mo. So, what happens also? You're able to sense the painful stimuli or stimulus kasi isa lang. And then you're able to respond by reflex na inalis mo, yung kamay mo doon. So, responsiveness. Hindi yan nangyayari kung patay na yung organism. Now, let's go to digestion. Digestion is essentially, you get the complicated stuff and make it down and make it more simple para ma-absorb mo. Pwedeng physical or chemical in nature. Ano naman ang example nito? Take for example, itong ginagawa ng babae. Which I think, no, sinisip-sip na yung watermelon, hindi naman yung kinakain. But anyway, let's assume na she takes a big, 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 big bite of the watermelon. Ang gagawin niya is, syempre, ngunguyain niya. So when she chews the watermelon inside her mouth, obviously, di ba? There is going to be a physical or magagalit yung mga dentista natin ng mga kaibigan, no? Sasabihin nila, when there is a mechanical breakdown of the food, yun na yung physical. So, nagbabago yung anyo ng pagkain. Para sa naman yung chemical? Ano yung example niya? Mga kapatid, 
a lot of us seem to think, at least no, before tayo nag-aral nito, na metabolism, or at least no, the breaking down of these, uh, these food into simpler substances happens usually sa digestive system lang. Hindi po ito totoo. Nangyayari din ito, simula sa bunganga. So take note of this. What is that enzyme which starts it? It's known as amylase. It's A-M-Y-L-A-S-E. Dok, nagbasa ako. Yung amylase, iba naman ni, hindi ko naman siya nabasa sa, hindi ko naman siya nabasa sa bunga nga. Nabasa ko siya, nasa may pancreas daw ito. Alin man totoo? Both are true. We have pancreatic na amylase and we have salivary amylase. So tama yung dalawa. Metabolism. All chemical reactions occur within the body. So, let's simplify everything kasi ayokong sasakit ang ulo ninyo. Sila ang sumakit ng ulo dahil sa atin. Pero tayo dapat hindi sumakit ang ulo dahil sa kanila. So, catabolism. Catabolism is the breaking down of substances into the basic form. Anabolism is synthesizing the basic into larger. In short, malaki ginagawang maliit. Tapos ang ang maliit, ginagawang malaki. So, alin-alin ba dito? Para hindi makalimutan. Now, as a tip from a reviewer, I will tell you, when there are two options, you just memorize one. You just memorize one. Para kung ano yung hindi siya, yun na yung kabila. Di ba? Para madali. Pero, eto also, ang tip ko sa inyo. Look at what happens. Eto may malaki. Pag hinati mo siya, nagiging, sabihin na lang natin, dalawang maliit. Okay? So what did you do? You were able to cut it. Cut. Hinat mo siya para naging mas maliit. So, when you catabolize, in catabolism, you're breaking down the larger into smaller. Because you cut it. Kaya catabolism. So, ibig sabihin, pag anabolism, okay, tingnan nyo, ang ang malaki ang letter A dito sa so ito ang gusto natin mangyari. But wag na natin uh, ipahirapan ang sarili natin. Just know, when you cut something, when you cut something, it becomes smaller. So, catabolism is breaking down a larger substance into a smaller one. I hope you got that. Next, removal of waste products. Ito yung excretion. Simple lang. Dalawa kasi, eto ha, tuturo ako kayo mag-isip. Kapag merong something na mataas yung level sa katawan, which is not supposed to be like that, dalawa ang posibleng rason nun. Either, there is a problem sa excretion or masyadong marami ang intake. In short, kapag masyadong Uh, lumaki ang tiyan mo dahil masyadong maraming laman ang tiyan mo na pagkain, dalawa lang yung rason doon. Usually, ha? although of course, we're simplifying everything. Either masyadong marami kang kinakain or problema yung paglabas mo ng pagkain sa katawan mo. Ganun lang din. Let's apply it differently. If mataas yung sugar sa katawan mo, That is known as hyperglycemia, not diabetes. It is hyperglycemia. Ibig sabihin, either you cannot use up or excrete the sugar in your body, 
or you're eating too much substances or food that have a high sugar content. Okay? So, ganun yun. Now, if ever, Doc, kung hindi yun diabetes, anong diabetes? Akala ko diabetes, high sugar. Ganito yun. High sugar is hyperglycemia. When you have a level of hyperglycemia that is not healthy, that is actually risky, that could actually give you disease, that is diabetes. Okay? Although marami pa yan, type 1, type 2, and all that, no? Just know, high blood sugar is not diabetes, it is hyperglycemia, but high blood sugar over a long period of time can give you diabetes. Ulitin ko, bakit hindi agad diabetes ang high blood sugar? Kasi, Pag kumain ka ng, some, ng something, isang bagay, tataas yung sugar mo. So, obviously, magka-hyperglycemia ka muna. Kasi meron kang pagkinatawag na, uh, sabihin na lang natin na sugar rush. Ganun na lang. Normal ito. Hindi ito sakit. Pero kapag palaging ganun, yung blood levels mo ng sugar, yun ay meron ka ng diabetes. Okay, reproduction. Reproduction, pag sinabi natin na nagre-reproduce ang isang bagay, does not always mean sexual. So, it also means cellular. Cellular meaning nagde-divide yung cells para lagi nagre-renew. Anong lagi nagre-renew? Yung skin natin at yung digestive tract. So, lagi silang nagde-divide, nagre-renew. In fact, iba-iba. Iba-iba ang rates natin of renewal. So, say for example, yung skin nyo sa mukha, yung balat sa mukha. I'm sure merong iba sa inyo nakatry na magpa-facial. So, yung skin mo sa mukha, Actually, nagre-renew siya every 21 days, more or less. No? So, ibig sabihin, kung magpapa-diamond peel ka or something, hindi siya pwede every week. No? Baka maubos yung mukha mo. So, huwag magpa-diamond peel every week. Mauubos ang mukha mo. Okay, remember, ha? sugat yan. Ha? Sugat yan. So, you have to allow it to heal. So, it also happens in the organism level. Otherwise, we would not be here. No? Ating mga lolo, lola. There we go. Tayo ang produkto nito. And you know what's so weird or what's so entertaining or mysterious at the same time? Besides nito. Organisms, ayan, no? organisms produce offspring as a result pass on genetic information. So take a look. No? Imagine your sperm cells. Imagine your egg cells. Nakakatuwa. Nasa egg cells mo and sa sperm cells mo, whichever you have, ang lahat ng genetic information of the past and hawak mo din ang future. Lahat ng genes ng past and ng future nandyan. Diba? Ang saya. Okay. So, next is you have growth. So, we're not talking about height per se. No? Although, kasama naman yun. But not just about height. Growth could actually mean an increase in the body size without a change in shape. No? Although change in shape ang nangyayari sa atin no? pag masyadong nagsasamgit. Okay. So, accomplished by an increase in cell number or increase in cell size. So, actually, magkakaiba yun. When you go on further, ang tawag natin sa increase in cell number is hyperplasia. Pag increase in cell size, hypertrophy. Kapag naman lumiit, nawala, it will become atrophy. So, kapag nag-gym tayo, nag increase in cell size, nag-hypertrophy, Tapos kapag hindi ka na gym or hindi ka na nagmamaintain ng level of, of exercise rather or level of activity, 
that will be enough to sustain the, the muscular growth, ang nangyayari is liliit siya, known as atrophy. So it occurs when construction outpaces destruction. So simple, Let's say you have here growth and you have here, sabihin na natin death. Kapag bata ka pa, mataas yung growth mo. Yung death or cellular destruction, konti lang. Bakit? Bakit naman? So meron pa ring death ng cells. Yes, kasi nga nire-renew, di ba? May lifespan yung mga cells natin. So why do you keep on growing? Kasi mas malakas yung growing na portion. Next, kapag adult ka na, ang nangyayari is pantay na siya. Bakit? Hindi ka naman tumatangkad, di ba? Kung 30s ka na, 20s, 30s, hindi ka naman tatangkad. Pa, nakatakot yun pag tumangkad ka pa, something's wrong, di ba? Now, kapag naman na senior ka na, ang nangyayari is, konti na lang yung growth mo, tumataas yung death. Or at least, hindi na siya ganun ka bilis mag-renew. So, kaya tayo tumatanda. Actually, dalawa ang, ano, no? dalawa ang theories on aging. Either we accumulate damage to the cells, kaya hindi na niya kaya, or talagang may hangganan lang daw ang number of cell divisions. Kaya tayo tumatanda and eventually will die. Okay, so requirements for survival, very, very simple. I can make you memorize this in less than 5 seconds. Hopefully, no? Nutrients, oxygen, water, heat, and atmospheric pressure. Again, nutrients or oxygen, water, heat, and atmospheric pressure. How to memorize this in 5 seconds? Alam nyo na. What do we need, ha? Now, ha? What we need, ha? Now, ha? Ano yun? Yung now, ha na yun? Nutrients, oxygen, water, heat, and atmospheric pressure. Nung first year student ako, sabi ko, Ma'am, kailangan ng shelter. Nako, nahalatang hindi ako nagbasa ng libro. Kaya di napahiya ako. So, huwag kayo mapahiya. So, ano yung needs natin? Now, ha? Now. Ano yun? Nutrients, oxygen, water, heat, and atmospheric pressure. I hope you got that. So, nutrients used as an energy source. Supply raw material for building new living matter para nga mag-grow. And help regulate vital chemical reactions in order to survive. So, ma-maintain yung processes, which you will enjoy in biochemistry. You have oxygen, which is used to release energy from food substances. Ibig sabihin, you need oxygen to digest. You need oxygen to digest. And para pumayat, you need oxygen. So, hinga ng malalim. At sabay-sabay tayong pumayat. Okay? Oxygen, release energy, then drives metabolic processes. So actually releases dapat yan. Okay? So take note of that. And that is why, kapag if you're into yoga and all that, no, yung mga tai chi, and then even kahit nag-exercise kayo, nag-gym, no? napaka-importante sasabihin sa inyo ng physical trainer ninyo na usually no physical therapist or someone who really made a career out of it, usually sabihin nila sa iyo, importante ang proper breathing. Most abundant chemical in the body, water, required for metabolic processes for everything actually. That's why it's known as the universal solvent. It will transport substances throughout the body. Look, akala ko blood. Oh, may tubig naman yung blood. Important for regulating body temperature. Importante yon. Pansin mo pag wala kang tubig tapos sobrang init ng panahon, ako baka mag-collapse ka, kita-kita tayo sa ER. Ha? Now, heat. Your body is always producing heat. So, if it's excessively below normal temperature, bumabagal. Okay? Kapag naman masyadong mainit, papayat ka. Okay? Ganon ka-simple. That is why, uh, konting clinical tayo, ha? Kapag meron kang hyper, 
hypothyroidism. Baka familiar kayo. Mataas yung thyroid hormone, which is responsible for the body's activity. Think about the thyroid hormone as parang yung accelerator ng isang kotse or motor. No? Kapag madami yung thyroid hormone, naka-speed up yung katawan mo. Ibig sabihin, mas mabilis siya magbaburn ng energy. Kapag naman, mababa, edi wala masyadong activity. So, tataba ka. Kaya usually, malaki ang chance na kapag merong hypothyroidism ng isang tao, eh, malaki siya or mataba. It's not, it's not really, ano, it's more of a symptom. Yung pagtaba niya is a sign rather. A sign is something you see, a symptom is something na nafe-feel ng pasyente. Take note of that. So kapag may hypothy, hypothyroidism, yung pagiging mataba niya is a clinical sign. Tapos kapag sobrang payat, kahit anong gawin niya, sobrang kain ng kain, hyperthyroidism is actually a sign. Atmospheric pressure, it's the force that's exerted on the surface of the body, kahit hindi man natin napapansin, will affect the breathing rate, gas exchange, and ultimately, cellular respiration and metabolism. So we end there. Thank you.